Hello, my name is Meg. Welcome to the Unedited Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. The goal of this podcast is to help you both develop and enjoy the habit of daily Bible reading and prayer. About 20 years ago, at a very low spot in my life, I was convicted to begin this simple discipline, and I looked up years down the road to see how God had used this habit to heal deep places in my heart and do incredible things in my life. So over the years, it's really become my greatest passion to help others get to know Jesus through His Word and through His presence. Through this podcast, I'm hoping to help you see the Word of God with fresh eyes, to learn to slow down with your Bible, and ultimately to fall in love with your Bible. So thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so incredibly grateful to have you here. Today, we are going to talk about a prayer closet. This episode may be a little reminiscent of The Secret Place, but just over the last few weeks, I have had several things that have really inspired me to do this particular episode. First of all, I ran across a little cover of a song called Prayer Closet by Taylor Fish on Instagram, and that song has really ministered to me over the last several weeks, and I asked his permission to share it, and I'm going to be sharing that song in lieu of an unedited entry at the end of the episode. Secondly, I've heard a few little sermon segments from Paul Washer recently when he's been talking about prayer and dependence. And one of the things that he said really struck, with, struck me and stuck with me. He said, if you never go to a secluded place, you'll never be able to help one soul on this planet. And we know from the teachings of Jesus in Matthew 6, 6, in King James, it says, But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut the door, pray to thy Father which is in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. So Jesus says to enter into your closet, and he says that that secret prayer done in a closet is going to have an open reward. New Living Translation reads like this. It says, When you pray, go away by yourself. Shut the door behind you and pray to your Father in private. Then your Father, who sees everything, will reward you. It is so imperative in our walk with God that we have a prayer closet. And this is not necessarily a literal place, or a literal closet, excuse me though it could be a literal closet, but this is a place that you carve out to be with Jesus, that I carve out to be with Jesus, somewhere where we can say anything and everything to Jesus, where there's limited distractions, somewhere where we can be alone, where there's solitude. It might be a basement. It might be by your couch. It might be by the side of your bed. In my current season, I'm pretty consistent with my time, always first thing in the morning um, and pretty early typically the location does change a bit from day to day sometimes my prayer closet is my car and we live in a little tiny apartment in this season of life and sometimes I come to church and my prayer closet is church but I have a place or several places carved out to seek Jesus And we have to have that place carved out somewhere we can intentionally set aside to seek him. 
that verse, Matthew 6, 6 says, go away by yourself. There is so many things that can only happen when we are alone with God. There's things that can only happen in a prayer closet. There's effects. There's benefits, as Jesus said. There's open rewards of having a prayer closet. And we as humans so need this secret place of solitude alone with God. It's like the charger for our battery. We were made to run on the word of God and the presence of God. And so often we're trying to live a Christian life, live life period with no spiritual replenishment, with no charge in our battery. And that prayer closet is where we receive power to run the race of life and to make it all the way to the end. So just wanted to give a little list of the rewards, the benefits of a prayer closet today. This is not an exhaustive list, and this is not in any particular order. There are so many things that God does in a prayer closet in our lives. This is just a few, and again, not necessarily in any particular order. First of all, God hears our complaints. And I don't say this lightly, but God is the complaint department. One of the key verses of my whole life is Psalm 55, 22. I wrote it on a little sticky note when I was 17 years old. And it says, cast thy burden upon the Lord and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. Well, I did not know when I was 17 all the burdens I was going to have to cast on the Lord. But I've cast many upon the Lord. And the scripture is full of invitations for us to complain to God. Not necessarily just complain, but to cast our burdens on him, to cast our anxieties on him, our cares, our fears. And hand in hand with that, not only does God hear complaints in the secret place, but he hears confessions. This is a place where we repent, where we confess, where we come to God in vulnerability of frailty, of flaws, of mistakes, of failures. David said in Psalm 32, 5, I acknowledge my sin unto thee and mine iniquity have I not hid. I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. Really what happens when we do those two things and when we're just honest before God, God lifts burdens. That's the third thing. God lifts our burdens. Verbalizing things to God has this lifting effect. We can walk out of a prayer closet lighter for having processed through stuff with God. He gives us counsel. He hears, again, the deep places of our soul. He lifts our burdens Number four, God draws near. And this is probably one of the key benefits of a prayer closet. Intimacy is established, it's formed, it's strengthened, it's fostered. When we carve out a place to seek God, God longs to be alone with you. God longs to be alone with me. God longs for relationship and for intimacy. We see this thing in humanity that we desire to know, to be known. We desire deep connection. And this is because we are made in the image of God. God designed humanity for relationship. And Jeremiah 29, 13 says, you will seek me and find me when you will search for me with all your heart. And when we carve out a place to seek God, that draws him. There's a world full of people that do not give him the time of day. And God draws close 
when we again carve out a place to sit at his feet and to seek him. Number five, God changes us. We are changed from glory to glory. We're changed a little bit every day. This teeny, 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 tiny microscopic speck change every day changed in his presence a little at a time. There's a verse in 2 Corinthians 3.18 says, So all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord and the Lord who is the Spirit makes us more and more like him as we are changed into his glorious image. And going hand in hand with that, there really is a transfer of radiance that happens as we are daily in the presence of God in a prayer closet. God does things that we cannot see when we are locked away with him. When Moses went up into the mountain with God for 40 days in Exodus 34, and I love Exodus 33 and 34, um, but when he was up there and came down, he didn't know his face was glowing. But the people at the base of the mountain saw it. In verse 29, it says, When Moses came down, from Mount Sinai, carrying the two stone tablets inscribed with the terms of the covenant, he wasn't aware that his face had become radiant because he had spoken to the Lord. So when Aaron and the people of Israel saw the radiance of Moses' face, they were afraid to come near him. There's this radiance that's transferred. And as I'm reading that scripture, there's a verse in Acts that's just coming to my mind. I don't have the reference but it's talking about people observing the disciples and it says they knew they had been with Jesus. And there's just something that happens when we spend time in a prayer closet that there's an observable quality that we have been with Jesus. Next, God lays others on our hearts. God speaks to us. And so many times, God will just put a name on my heart and I know that I need to pray for them. This can happen outside of a prayer closet, but a lot of times I do find that it happens as I am sitting, conversing with him, intentionally seeking him, that he puts somebody on my heart to pray. This is a great opportunity to reach out. I've had others do the same for me and it has ministered so deeply and that happens in that secret place in the prayer closet. Next, God fuels us to impact others. And again, going back to that quote from Paul Washer, if you never go to a secluded place, you'll never be able to help one soul on this planet. I really believe that all effective ministry comes out of a connection with Jesus that is birthed in a prayer closet. And lastly, God downloads his heartbeat. One of the most incredible aspects of having a prayer closet is that God puts a love in our hearts for others that we could not have without it. The Bible says the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. And it truly is in that place where God gives us the ability to love like we could not love apart from him. And I just want to mention that a prayer closet is probably going to look a little bit different every day. This is a relationship. No relationship looks the same every single day. And some days, personally, I have a lot of words in my native tongue. Some days I have a lot of tears. Some days I have groans. Some days I have no words. And some days I have a lot of speaking in tongues that I do. Now, if you don't know what speaking in tongues is, if that's a foreign concept to you, let me just very briefly say 
that when the Holy Ghost was poured out on the day of Pentecost in the book of Acts, it was with the evidence of people speaking in a language they did not know. It was a supernatural experience. That was the initial evidence that they were filled to overflowing with the Holy Ghost. But above and beyond that, it is a prayer language. The Apostle Paul said, I speak with tongues more than you all. The Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit makes intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. We're encouraged to pray in the Spirit, building up our faith. And so the Bible says that the Spirit makes intercession. And there's days where I just have a heavy burden and I I pray in tongues. And a lot of days it's a combination of all those things. Paul said that he prays in the Spirit and he prays with understanding I do believe we should not be lazy in our prayers. We should speak in our native tongue and have a conversation with God. Again, that vulnerability is where we're going to get to know him. But just want to set that out there that it doesn't look the same every single day. It's going to be different from day to day. And for me personally, and I I believe that probably for most people, it's going to be Bible reading and prayer going hand in hand, one and then the other one and then the other and they always need to go together it's bread and water it's peanut butter and jelly it's left foot right foot they they are part of the package so again today just a reminder to carve out a place for Jesus a space in your life where you go to meet him he will do incredible incredible things in that place and today I am going to share a song called Prayer Closet. Again, this song has ministered to me very deeply, and I trust that it will minister to you as well. I went to the closet and shut the door I hearken my ear to hear from the Lord that Jesus called me he called me by name and never since that day I've never been the same When the lights go out And the music fades When I'm all alone I will meet you face to face In my prayer closet Hear you hear Hear you speak I shut the door And I press in again In my prayer closet Into the spirit Deep oceans of glory Whisper your secrets Tell me your story Remake me 
I love that song, and again, I pray it ministers to you and encourages you to carve out a place for Jesus in your day, in your life, in your schedule. Jesus wants to be alone with you, wants to go to a place apart with you. And there's so many things above and beyond what I shared earlier that happened in a prayer closet. God gives us direction. God anoints, sometimes God crushes, God humbles. The list could go on and on of things that God does in our time alone with him. So thank you so much for joining me for this journey. I look forward to meeting up with you again next Friday. If you have questions, you can visit meganedited.com 
for now, go grab your journal and your Bible. I look forward to the power of this habit in your life. This is unedited. This is for you. Happy Friday.